John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but would receive everlasting life. The whole idea of the Christmas story in and of itself is miraculous and amazing and mind-blowing when you start to think of that kind of love. But when we recognize that the Christmas story is irrevocably tied to the Easter story, that's when it starts to be indescribable. When God said, I am going to send my son to earth in all of the vulnerability that that was, he did it knowing from the very beginning that Jesus would one day be crucified and die in our place. And as you guys go through life and you stand in a place where you hold someday your own son or daughter and you recognize that like this is like your whole heart and everything you care about on the planet that you're holding in your arms and then you think of what the bible says in john 3 16 when it says for god so loved the world that he gave he gave his only son not just to a messed up world not just to come and wear flowing robes and perform miracles and then vanish into the sky in a puff of cloud, but, but to come for the sole purpose of shedding his blood? And if the Bible says in Romans 8, if God did not spare even his own son for us, then what would he refuse to give us? If he wouldn't give us, if he wouldn't say, no, 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 my son's too precious. I'm keeping him in heaven, not my, no, he said, here you go. Here's my son, born, knowing there'll be a death. That's love. That's what the, the Christmas story is all about. We can't just talk about mangers and crazy looking goats and donkeys and babies and virgins and barns without remembering a cross and a crowd and a beating and ultimately remembering these things. Because Easter and Christmas are irrevocably tied together. Easter and Christmas are the entire plan unfolding before our very eyes. And when we gather in the next couple weeks with our families and the Christmas tree and we bust open the Bible at grandma's house, maybe somebody reads the whole story with a little less flair in Luke chapter two. Remember, God came not for the purpose of wowing us and impressing us, spoiling us or performing miracles for us. God came with the express purpose of dying for us. And he didn't come with a sword in his hand and an army beside him. Not the first time. The first time he came as a human being in his most vulnerable. 
form. And he lived that perfect life. He demonstrated God's love to all humanity. Yes, he performed the miracles, but he also revealed the character of God and then allowed himself to suffer the rejection, the arrest, the betrayals, the beating, the mock trial, the carrying of the cross up the hill, and his own execution in our place. Why? Because for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. And whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And so the Bible tells us that on the night Jesus was betrayed, He took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and he said, this, this is my body. This is broken for you, given there and on the cross, given for you. Do this, celebrate this in remembrance of me. In the same way, Jesus took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and you, sealed by the crushing, by the shedding of my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. As often as you drink this, remember me, Jesus says. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing, you're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes again. And guys, I really want us to think, meditate in our own hearts about the connection between the two biggest days in history. The birth of of Jesus coming knowing the death was inevitable. He'd already decided, I'm gonna go to the cross for you. And so tonight we're gonna celebrate communion together. We're gonna take these moments in our last service of, of 2016 as a 4640 family, and we're gonna take these moments to remember, to remember Jesus born in most normal of ways, in the most humble of circumstances, for the greatest of loves that the world has ever known. To remember that that he came with the pure intention of revealing God to us. That he came with the pure intention of demonstrating God's power to us and ultimately to die on the cross for us. Because the Bible tells us that we, humanity, me and you, we needed someone or something to provide the sacrifice for our sins. Because every one of us is separated from God because of our mistakes and our sin. And that's what Christmas is all about. It's about God volunteering himself to come. So Orange Team is obviously coming around. They have bread and grapes the symbols that we read about that remind us 
of what Jesus did, not just in his coming, but in his dying. Let's each of us take a look at that bread and remember what Jesus said about it. He said, this is my body. This is my body given for you. Let's just take a moment and contemplate that. What did it mean for Jesus to come like that? That the God of the universe would become contained in the body of a baby out of love. Thank you, Jesus. Let's take the bread together. that that baby would grow up into a man revealing the character of God through his teaching, showing the power of God through his miracles demonstrating the love of God through his compassion and concern for all humanity and that he would allow his body then and his, to be broken and his blood to be spilt when he was innocent and we were guilty it was my blood, my blood that should have been spilled. But instead, the correlation between Christmas and Easter, his blood, and because of his blood, there is forgiveness of sins. And that's one of the gifts of Christmas, that we can be forgiven of our sin, that, that we don't have that hanging over our head, that instead we, we have this freedom between us and God because of Christmas, because of Easter, because of Jesus and all that he did as those two interweave. Before we eat the grape together, I want each in the privacy of their own heart to just evaluate, search yourself. Is there anything within you right now that in these moments you just want to, in your own words, confess it to the Lord? Something in your heart that you're not proud of? Something that it feels like it's just between you and God right now. An attitude, an action, a habit. God, right now, we just ask for your forgiveness. Thank you for the shedding of your blood that brings about the forgiveness of our sins. Let's eat of the grape together. the craziness that is Christmas sometimes and all the commercialism that's, that's crept into it and the symbols that we wonder what's the point of the tree and the lights and the Santa and the God help us to see through all of that this year and to see into a, a little manger in a small mountain town in Israel 
to really see you for who you are, to really see this Christmas season, this celebration of the anniversary of your birth, really see you, God, for who you are, that you so loved us, and that you withhold no good thing because you didn't even withhold yourself. God, help us to see you more clearly than we ever have before. And help us to find like a real connection with you, not getting caught up in the gifts and the giving and the getting, or even the break itself. God, help us to get caught up in you. We love you so much. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.